1: What's up, guys? Welcome to Good Morning Lambo. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on PackerNet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. You can email us, access at gmail.com. You can text us, 865-658-5824. I'm joined alongside Tim live in Green Bay. We got Jacob in Wisconsin as well. Um, absolutely hilarious, Jacob, making comments right as we go live. Get us cracking up, and then we got to try to act professional on here. But, uh, Tim, how you doing, man? That hoodie looking good, bro?
0: Doing good, man. It's nice. I like it. Like, yeah. Heavy duty hoodie, man.
1: Yeah, really. It's get your it's,
0: merch, get your merch bad, guys. It. This is what's
1: up. Like, yeah, and you can find that link in the. I never talk about it, but the links in the in the description of the video, uh, for our merch store. Uh, I know uh, we had listeners push and push and push for us to create that, so that's why we did that. But uh, Jacob, how you doing, Bob?
2: I'm good. Yeah, I didn't even know about the merch. I had to be like, Yo, Tim, where'd you get that sweet hoodie? <laughs> like dazzle, dude. All right. So yeah, shout out to the merch store.
1: There you go. Shout out. We're going to uh, we're going to be creating some more merch moving forward to some different alternate designs, things like that, just to keep it fresh. We need to we need to get Emilio's face on one. You know what I mean? Just, bit, just Emilio's face right on the front of the hoodie is what we need. Have it even embroidered. They got some embroidered options, right? Have his face embroidered on the shoulder. That'd be good. So nice, beautiful, beautiful man, Emilio. Um, he may jump in here in a minute. He's probably sitting on a stump right now burning a lung dart, acting like he's uh, working today. We know how that acting goes. Acting like he's
0: Tucker Craft?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ain't no ice fishing going on down here. So, um, in the chat, big dog. Um, I'm stirring the pot. I'm calling no, out. really not.
0: Calling out Eric and Affam. I'm just wondering where they're at.
1: Oh, yeah, they snoozing on Saturday morning, ain't no, they? Oh,
0: they're, they're at theticketking.com right now. They're just exactly doing they're doing. Doing yeah. a little shopping, that's all. Right. <laughs>
1: Love it. <laughs> um, I know we got pretty much all the combine numbers in for the DBs, right, the, the ones who performed, obviously. So we've got the, the DBs, the linebackers, the defensive linemen, and the tight ends, right? And it, it really Theo Johnson kind of stole the show. I double-checked RAS again this morning, bro. And it looks like they dropped into a 9.99. Did you see that? Oh, no. That
2: that should be illegal.
1: No doubt. Were there any other tight ends that that stood out to you, Jacob, just right off the bat? Because I didn't get a chance to check them out very much. Did anybody else kind of pop, or was it just pretty much Theo?
2: So not necessarily just because of their freakish um, ways or whatever, but people all of a sudden – there was that guy, um, uh, Ty, I believe his name was, or T – he was a freak of nature. He he was about another 6'6", 270 guy. He ran like 4'7", 40. Uh, I believe he was out of Auburn. But then also Ben Sinnott, I sent you guys a text message about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he just seems like a really well-rounded tight end. Um, can make plays in the passing game, all that kind of stuff. But he's also a really, really good blocker, apparently. And then there was also a guy that I sent you a text, a uh, guy named Devin Culp. Um, he was a little bit of a, a lower-rated guy. Somebody I could see us taking maybe in the late rounds, 5th, 6th, 7th that dude probably just ran himself into maybe a third or fourth round pick. Um, he, I think, ran a four, five-ish type 40, something around the the around the range of Theo, but not as good. I mean, that dude, I did not expect that at all. Um, I knew that he was a little bit of a smaller guy, maybe more speedier type tight end, but Theo Johnson just, that dude maybe just ran himself into a
1: second round pick, third round pick. Yeah. That was crazy. No doubt, man. Let's uh let's take a quick look at it here. Let's just go ahead and pull the tight ends up. You guys can see this okay, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He said, let me zoom in a little bit further here.
2: Tanner McGall had a great night too. That's a guy right. that could maybe just ran himself into a, a pick.
1: Let's start with 40 yard dashes for tight ends. You had Devin Culp out of Washington with a four four seven. Um, any idea what his size is, Jacob? Do you know how big he is?
2: Yeah, he's he's got good size. I think he's at least six four. Wow. That's wild,
1: there. So Devin Cope out of Washington, four point four seven forty. Theo Johnson comes in second at a four five seven out of Penn State. Tanner McLaughlin out of Tidy uh, Tidy and out of Arizona, four six one. Uh, Jaheem Bell four six one out of Florida State. Jared Wiley 462. Tim Ryman, wow. um, yeah, four six two. Tip Ryman four point six four. Is that the guy you were talking about? Yep. Yeah. Out of Illinois, four point six four. Cade Stover four point six five. Ben Sanat four point six eight. Jatavian Sanders 4.69. That was kind of the top, top tight end in the draft, right? In most cases. It seemed like a lot of websites had him as the top. So uh, we'll see what the rest of his measurables look like. But uh yeah, so there you go. Anytime you run in the in the four sixes as a tidy and and you you know you're six four, six five, it's pretty pretty good company, right, Jacob. Did
2: you see uh the guy at the bottom did Holker? Did you see what he did? No, nah. he thought uh they were doing the, the pass catching drill and he thought that he had popped the last ball. So he caught one with his left hand and then turned up field, and he realized that he didn't. So he had one ball in his hand, caught the uh, last ball uh, with one hand, took it in. He looked like Thor running it in. It was like one of those accidents where he made a mistake, but the mistake he made, he realized it, turned back, grabbed the ball with one hand, and all the scouts were like, okay. that was Like he probably just yeah, didn't I it. Like, so that.
0: that was amazing.
1: So he, had- he caught a football, was running with the football, realized, oh, crap, I got another ball and caught it with one hand?
0: Yes. Basically, yeah. like tapped it to himself and then yeah. body pinned hey. it. Absolutely. Yeah, it looked like George Kittle out there, honestly.
1: Yeah, hey, really? So he looked like he was straight out the trailer park, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. That's my people there. That's my people,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, 10 yard splits. All right, so obviously, this is that quickness off the line, right? Devin Culp 1.55 tip. Uh, is it Riemann or Ryman? Do you know Jacob Ryman? I believe Ryman, okay, tip Ryman 1.55, Theo Johnson 1.55, Tanner McLaughlin 1.58, Jaheen Bell 1.58, Jatavian Sanders 1.59, Cade Stover 1.59, Ben Sanat 1.59, Jared Wiley 1.62, Dallin Holker 1.66, and then uh Brevin Spanford 1.67. So just to kind of show you a little quickness. Off the uh, off the jump there. So who is your who is your favorite? Not necessarily the best in the draft, Jacob. But if you said, "Man, that one guy right there," that's that's my tidy end. Who is it?
2: Bensonat. I just think he's that cool. um, he's the most well rounded. I started looking at um, possibly guys like, um, I mean, honestly, even that Brevin Span Ford, because I looked at what his his PFF grade last year was like mm-hmm. his peak he had a really really good year last year he's a big dude he's like six 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 seven he moved pretty well for what he did but ben ben Sinat just seems like an all-around really really good tight end and if we could get that as our third slash fourth tight end mm-hmm. um, i just think the packers they're they're he's too well-rounded of a tight end like that dude is he's so his run blocking grade i think was in the 80s um his pass blocking grade was in the high 70s if low 80s if i'm not mistaken and
1: He's just he's a good he's a good tight end. I just think he's too good to pass up. Got it. got it. He, currently, he is sitting um, in the 139 spot uh, and he peaked at 66. So uh, obviously, he uh, he's liable to climb back up or in the top 100 again after that that decent combine showing there. So I'm just going to write his name down. I'm trying to keep up with some of our favorites, you know, if I can. I'm sure I'll forget I'll lose these posts at notes by the time the draft gets here. But you know how that goes. So um, let's move on to which, which one do you guys want to see next? You want to see safeties or corners, Tim? What would you prefer to hit, man? Um, safeties. Two safeties. All right, cool. Let's check out the safety numbers real quick as far as the forty yard dash. And again, the RAS cards aren't uh, aren't completed yet on the website, so we'll just kind of uh, dive into some of the combine numbers. Uh, Daydrian Taylor Demerson with the fastest forty time according to NFL.com, four point four one. Then you had uh, Millard Bradford with a four point four two, Jalen Simpson four point four five, Cole, Cole Bishop out of Utah four four five, Tyke Smith out of Georgia four four six, Javon Buller, there's Jacob's guy. You guys remember us talking about him four four seven. That's a stout forty, Jacob. That's a stout oh, yeah. forty, bro. Yep, um, man. Kalen Bullock out of USC four point four eight. Uh, let's see, Jalen Carlisle's out of Missouri Uh yeah, 450. Uh, Dominique Hampton out of Washington, 451. Josh Proctor out of Ohio State, 455. Um, Dijon Anthony, uh 455. And he's out of Mississippi. Katan Aladapo 458, out of Oregon State. Andre Sam out of LSU, 459. Now you're getting into the four sixes here. I won't read them all, but. It's worth mentioning. We, you know, we talked about how we like Vaki. He has some slot experience there. His 40 time, four six two, 2. So not a great show in there. Yeah, that like, was yeah. Cam Kitchens is the big talk so far of the combine of 465. You guys, and here's people people are immediately saying I want to get your all's take on this too. Um, people are immediately saying, Oh, people putting too much stock in the 40 time, put too much stock in the 40 time. Look at the tape. And I'm going, I looked at the tape. It was booty cheeks last year. Like mm-hmm. He he graded out bad according to PFF. It, there's a his passer rating when targeted was absolutely horrendous. Now his 40 times slow. Like I, I, I'm to the point where I'm like, I don't. You know, the only reason I find myself wanting to draft him is because the board suggests it, right? The board that I put together. When I, if you were to ask my personal opinion, is Cam Kenshin's a first round pick? I just don't see it. I don't. I don't even know if I see him as a second round pick, and I could be wrong, but. And you guys know I was the one pounding the table for uh for our boy uh Hamilton. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton, because I'm like, guys, watch the tape because you had the tape. You had the tape you could lean on. Tape,
0: you have uh, anything it. on on Bo Braid?
1: I haven't seen anything. I'm assuming he did not perform. He didn't do anything. It. Yeah, it didn't oh, do anything. So Okay. Um, Maybe he interviewed, maybe he measured, you know, and there's several names that aren't on her. Another one's Tyler Newbin, right? So, Tyler Newbin, you're not seeing any numbers. But- I'll tell you what, man.
2: If there was a guy that, like, I think that it is kind of telling that it seems like the combine it either really, really helps you or it really, really hurts you or it does nothing. You know what I mean? And I think right. that in this category of guys that it really, really hurt would be Cam Kitchens. And if you look at the guys that it really, really helped, if you could scroll up, Mr. Cole Bishop, nobody – in the earth thought that this dude was going to run a sub four five a sub four four forty mm. um, and the dude i mean he he blasted that I, I i think on nfl draft buzz they had him listed at like a four five five forty so for him to run a four four five was massive same with jalen simpson that guy just improved his draft stock quite a bit um and i think guys like javon bullard he he just solidified the fact that he is a legit first round draft pick um yeah. same with um uh, with calen uh, right below him, I believe, he was like a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Kalen Bullock, that guy, another one that I think between, – between Javon Bullard and Kalen Bullock, I, I'd be fine with us whiffing on the first pick and maybe picking like an edge or some big D tackle because I think that there is a lot of talent to be had in maybe the second and third round for safety.
1: But yeah. we'll see. Let's look at some of the other numbers here too, uh, Tim. Let's, let's take a quick gander here at the 10-yard split. Um, it was Bullock, then hey, Bullard, Jalen Simpson.
2: What's that? No, that's just that's awesome to me that uh yeah. Bullock and Bullard are both in the top.
1: Yeah. Pick. Yeah. Javon Bullard from Georgia, man. He after we watched a little bit of his highlight reel the other day, um, and then seeing how he performed in the combine, it is it's like, okay, this this dude might be he he may be the best safety in the draft. Like. It, it, tell me why he isn't. That's what I would say to someone that goes, "Whatever." Like, tell me why he isn't the best in the draft. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a couple of reasons. But for me, I'm I'm looking at it from the outside looking in, not knowing too much about these players and not being biased at all. And I'm going, I don't know, dude. He looks pretty squeaky clean so far. Um, Bakio, one point five four, kind of middle of the pack there. Just to kind of uh, glance through. Cam Kenshin's again. You, you guys see, he's he's what three spots from the bottom. So he wasn't quick off the line. He didn't finish strong, obviously, with the 40 yard dash. So let's see, let's see what his uh vertical jump looked like to kind of keep an eye on Kensins here. Because obviously, you know, the, the 40 isn't everything, but when we go to vertical, you got Tyler Owens. Jeez. Yeah. Tyler Owens, Evan Williams, Tyler Owens with a 41-inch vertical, man. That is just insane. I'll just read them off in order and then we'll kind of come back through and look at them. Tyler Owens, Evan Williams, Jalen Simpson. There's Vaki. Um, out of Utah. So he had the fourth best um, vertical jump, which obviously is going to lead to a, a pretty high explosion, explosive grade there. Explosion grade, I should say. Dominique Hampton, Cole Bishop. There's Cole Bishop again, Jacob, like you said, right toward the uh, toward the top half, right? Um, let's see here. Uh, Millard Bradford. Um, Taylor Demerson, Jaden Hicks, then Dijon Anthony, uh, Jalen Key, a lot Poe, Smith, Andre Sam. There's Cam Kitchens again. This time Cam Kitchens is what, one, two, three, four, five, six from the bottom. So he didn't jump well either, right? I say he didn't jump well, but, I mean, to put that into perspective, guys, he jumped, what is that, uh, six inches less than the top guy? I mean, that's pretty significant, right, Jacob? Yeah. Yeah, So. sure. He's, he's lacking explosion. He's lacking speed. These things, they matter. He's lacking tape. Like, I, I, I can't figure out why people are so high on him. That's the, that's the part that gets me. And, again, he's high on my board because everybody's high on him. And it's people I trust, too. So, it's like, okay, um, let's go to the broad jump. This helps with explosive, too. Let's see if maybe he helped himself here. Starting from the top to the bottom, Tyler Owens, Jalen Simpson, Jalen Key, Evan Williams, uh, Jalen Carlisle. There's Vaki in the middle. Millard Bradford, there's Cole Bishop, uh, Taylor Demerson, then Andre Sam, Jaden Hicks, Dominique Hampton, Josh Proctor, Tykee Smith, uh, Poe James Williams, Dejon Anthony, Damani uh, Richardson, Patrick uh, McMorris, and there's Cam Kitchens at the very bottom with a nine-foot two. That is insane. Like, what is he hurt? What's going on, boys? Tim, what do you think it is, man?
0: I don't know. Maybe people jumped the gun on him. Um, where maybe this is just an example of, you know, the combine hurting somebody, like Jacob just talked about, you know, he's not uh certainly not helping himself. Um, but you know, like I mentioned last night, um, you know, he could have a terrible combine and end up having a great rookie season in the NFL. And we'll all be talking about that. Oh, he had terrible, terrible numbers at the the combine. <laughs> right. And man, he's just came out of nowhere and he's having a phenomenal rookie year. I mean, we've seen that story a million times. Um, And it goes the other way, too. You see guys that have, uh, you know, phenomenal combines and then they go out and crap the bed in their rookie season. So I I don't know. Uh, Definitely something to keep your eye on. But um, I don't think uh, Cam Kinch is helping his uh, his draft status at all
1: um, right now. And that's the question. Like, how far is he going to drop? He's definitely going to drop. but How far is he going to drop? That's going to be the question. Um, Three cones real. Jacob, Were there only two that ran the three cone? Uh, Apparently. That's that's pretty wild, um, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, Maybe they just haven't yeah. updated it, but that seems, that seems I imagine everybody got together and was like, We're not gonna run it. And then Dominique <laughs> uh-huh. <like>, are <laughs> like, let's go run <laughs> uh-huh. it. Right? We're gonna have we're gonna have the best three comb drill of all safeties. This. <laughs> let's see here. The 20-yard shuttle. Let's jump into it. Same thing. Wow. So um, just Dominique Campton and Jaden Hicks. The only numbers on NFL.com. It could be that they don't have them uploaded. Let's see. Did they do the bench press? They did not do bench press. Okay, so there you go. You want to move on to corner, Jacob? You want to uh, roll back through those safety numbers for something?
2: No. Let's do corner. Um, and then just to top on it, um, yeah, uh, Newbin did not run the forty, but he did run the a lot of the drills, and he looked he looked good. Even yeah, the man. announcers were like, "Yeah, man, he looked." I, I don't know what. He might have been one of those guys that just thought like it's it's going to hurt my stock if I run a four mm-hmm. um, six. You've seen what I can do on tape, kind of thing. And so I, I kind of get that. It is really really sad that Nate Wiggins got hurt. That dude ran a four two eight, and then also um, that Owens also it sounded like he got hurt as well. And he was a freak. He was. Um, by far mm-hmm. the the leader in the high jump, or I'm sorry, the long jump, the broad jump, and the uh, vertical. And then I, I think he also got hurt. So yeah.
1: I'm I'm wondering if Cam Kitchens is sitting back looking at Tyler Newman, going, "I should have took that route." Dude, yeah. And it's what we talk about, right, Tim? Like that. What, what some of these guys have everything to lose and nothing to gain. You know, when you're considered one of the top, if not the top, safeties in the draft, and then you just completely bomb out. So I yeah. get it when people don't want to do it, man. Um, Nate Wiggins running running around up. on that turf. Running yeah. around on that turf in
0: in, in Indy, you
1: know. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Nate Wiggins came in first uh here in the 40 yard dash at a 428. I'm assuming that's official now. They got the check next to it. Okay. Quinion Mitchell, 433. Those two guys helped their stock tremendously. Uh DeCamrian, uh Richardson, a four-three four. Nia 4 say it for me. Nehemiah. No, Nehemiah. That's it. it. Nehemiah Pritchard. 436, Jerry and Jones out of Florida State. We talked about him several times. Love the awful lot. Yes, yeah, 438. That's solid, man. Uh Daquan Hardy, 438. Uh DeAndre Prince, 438. And then Max Melton coming in with a 4-3-9. You know, he he may he may not show it, but I bet he liked that time. You come in sub four four for yeah. him, man. That's uh that's that's good numbers there. DJ James. And he had a
2: 40-inch vert. A 5'11 had a 40-inch vert.
1: That's that great. is insane, dude. Insane. He's, explosive no doubt about it dj james 442 elijah jones 444 uh, chris abrams drain 444 mj oh, okay. devonshire 445 uh, willie drew 446 marcelia style 446 Moxane rasteel uh 447 dwight McLaughlin 447 my boy andrew Phillips four four eight out of Kentucky. He looked pretty good as far as the measurables, anyway. Uh, Renardo Green out of Florida State four four nine. Terry and Arnold a four five zero. Man, I bet he is. I bet he's hating that. I mean, four five zero isn't horrible, especially for the type of corner he is. But you know, he was wanting to get sub four five for sure. Uh, Cam Hart four five. Uh, Kyrie Jackson four five. Enis Rakestraw, four five. Uh, Josh Newton four five one. Um, let's see. Uh, Enis Rakestraw was a four five one as well. Tarheeb Steele four five two Ryan Watts four five three um, yeah so the only two that didn't didn't run under a four five was Kalen King out of Penn State at a four six one and Isaiah Johnson at a four
3: six four what stood out to you Jake passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance Keep your ride-or-die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only? Exclusions apply. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us.
1: Mm, it just,
2: there was a lot of guys, like I said, that I think improved their draft stock. Um, one of them was that Chris Abrams Payne. That was one of the, my guys. It seems like Missouri is just cranking out some dogs this year. They, are. they always crank out some dogs on every level of the game. Um, Elijah Jones, a lot of people are mocking him now to us and maybe the later rounds, maybe fourth or fifth round corner. Uh, Because he worked with Halfley there in Boston College, I think that'd be kind of cool. I don't know a lot about the guy. If you scroll up just a little bit there for me, Mm -hmm. um, I think that Max Melton probably put himself solidly into the second round. I would, I think that he that dude. I mean, just an all around athletic freak. It was kind of cool too that the announcer said, "Hey, we made a mistake uh, with Bo Melton, not not giving him, not putting respect on his name." And I exactly. think we're going to maybe, over, maybe overcompensate now and maybe put uh, Max a little bit higher than maybe he should go, which is fine with me because I, I think the guy deserves all the credit in the world. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Prince put himself on the map because that dude, nobody thought he was going to run four three eight, 3 um, And then Jerrion Jones, I think maybe quietly, he has become the solid maybe fourth or fifth
1: cornerback in the draft for sure. Got it. Got it. Tim? Uh, what stood out to you, man, I know people were talking about Nate Wiggins' lack of size, what he's like, 173. He looked tiny. When, uh, I was looking at his arms as he was jogging back after just scorching that 40, and I'm going, that dude going to be able to last in the NFL? Because he is tiny, man. But wh- what do you think about these guys? Quinyon Mitchell, obviously, that dude just – he just continues to impress, man. He, he just feels like one of those guys we're going to look back in 10 years and go, yeah, he did everything. Yeah, the know, tape was tough. there.
0: Yeah. It's tough with DBs. You know, being undersized. I, I think it's tougher for a guy to put on weight honestly than it is for a for a dB to take. like
1: you got some experience with that too.
0: take weight off. well, I mean i've I've weighed the same I've been the same height and the same weight since I was about seventeen years old. so brag. Uh, not not a lot of fluctuation, <laughs> but uh i I can speak from experience it it is it, i I would think it's a little tougher when you're built that way to to put on that weight. Um, I could be wrong. You get in there with those NFL training staffs, you get the the dietitians and nutritionists working on your, what you're eating and uh, you know, combining that with a workout, you can put some muscle weight on. Um, but I think, you know, for those type of players, it may be easier to come in a little overweight and have to cut up and burn that off. So uh, if yeah. you're undersized, that can, that can be a problem. Like you said, Clayton, with longevity and being able to uh, have your body withstand some of that abuse. But um, you know, I, yeah, Ennis Raikstra didn't didn't do himself too many favors. We kind of talked about that, but I'm actually rooting for him to continue to drop, so we we can hopefully <laughs> snatch yeah. snatch him a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's a little. Uh, I, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm happy that uh, people are starting to take notice of Max Melton, um, but that's another guy that I hope kind of stays under the radar. That maybe team. possibly could end up in Green Bay running one v ones
1: with his brother at camp. I'm just uh, I'm here for it. So. Tim out here playing chess, man. We're playing checkers, Jacob. We're like, yeah, hey, man, so-and-so dropped. Tim's like, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I love it. Um, we won't focus on the 10-yard split. Let's go to the the vertical with these corners real quick and just see who stood out. Ooh. Elijah Jones, 42-and-a-half hey. inches. Where did he go to school, fellas? Boston College. Uh, who's our defensive coordinator? Where did he coach? Uh, that's, uh, My name, uh, Jeff. My name oh, is Jeff. Just saying. That might be on the <laughs> radar there. <laughs> Daquan hardy 42 and a half he matched it uh, out of penn state penn state's got some athletes coming out too man Holy cow. uh andrew phillips from kentucky 42 inch vertical that that i'm gonna be real with you guys that surprised the heck out of me i was like look at andrew dude he and he looks stout you know what i mean he looks i don't know i can't remember what his weight is but he just looks like he he carries his weight well he looks like one of those guys kind of like jair you know jair is a fast guy but he looks a little bit thick you could tell jair is kind of you know what I mean? Like he, he looks like he's, he, uh, he carries that, that weight really well. Max Melton, 40 and a half. Max, Mel- I don't think Max Melton could have done any better, man. I really don't. Um, Jerry and Jones, pretty decent there, 39, uh, 39 and a half inches with the vertical. Cam Hart, 39 and a half inches. Um, as far as who may have hurt themselves there, Quinion Mitchell, how far down is he? One, two, three, four, five. So he, the, the top was 42 and a half, and Quenya Mitchell comes in at a, uh, 38 inch vertical. I think that's going to hurt him a little bit. Um, the main thing these scouts are looking for in cornerbacks is speed. They want to make sure that that you know if you if you spend a high pick on a on a corner, he's going to be able to match speed with any receiver on on the field. You heard uh, our boy Daniel Jeremiah talk about that, right? Like if you if you draft a wide receiver and he runs a four well, guess what? The corner covering him is only running a four six forty. If you draft a corner and he can run a only run a four five forty, and he's trying to cover a receiver that runs a four three forty, he's not going to be able to keep up. So that's why they 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 prioritize speed with corners way more than they do with wide receivers. If that makes sense. So um, just something to kind of keep in mind there. Ter- uh, Terry and Arnold, he was kind of running the victory lap yesterday, and I know he was a big part of the showcase and talking about his background. There was some awesome stories in there, but I don't feel like he did great i mean am i wrong there jacob do you feel like terry and arnold kind of was did you come away going yeah that dude's a stud because i found myself going man i expected him to test a little better uh
2: i don't know i i personally thought he did fine enough just because if you're looking at it in the perspective of don't let the draft or don't let the combine sway what you've seen on tape kind of thing because like mm-hmm. i said last night apparently one of the uh current nfl gms called in and talked to one of the analysts or whatever. And they claim that after the, the combine that it was clear that there was two top corners being Quinn and Mitchell and Terry and Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think that that is the case as far as just like what the draft consensus is going to shift towards, but he could have definitely, I think performed just a little bit better. But again, we're talking about a guy jumping 37 inches versus 40 and a half. You know what I mean? Like uh, it doesn't sound like it, it is a lot, three and a half inches. <laughs> Trust me. It's a lot. Um, but it's just, uh, it's one of those things where I, I I don't think that he underperformed to a point where it's going to hurt his draft stock. I think that he did just fine. Uh, one guy in the comments was talking about Kalen King, uh, SDN 40 and Kalen King at one point, I don't know if you can find out where he peaked on the consensus, but I think at one point that guy was being talked about being maybe a, a second round pick or something like that. And he just continues to kind of bury himself. Um, Penn state's a little unique. They got a lot of guys that test very well that net, not, necessarily top tier type guys but um if he continues to fall that might be one to take a stab at maybe in rounds three or four or five or something yeah. like that
1: Kalen king peaked at 14 Jacob. that's what i was saying dude like these people thought he's, he was like a top yeah. top guy he's sitting at 93 now so um that's how far he's fallen <laughs> so why did they think he was a top guy you know probably based off what they seen on the field and now all of a sudden he keeps dropping 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 you know, don't be surprised if you look up on Sunday and go, I'll be mean, darn, Kalen King was good. Yeah, they talked about being good all college football season until we got to the offseason yeah. and everyone starts to shuffle their boards around. So, uh, all right, interesting stuff there. Nate Wiggins, 36 inch vertical, obviously a smaller guy. I'm um, trying to see here who else. Uh, Abrams He's Drain definitely didn't help himself with that vertical, 33. And a half, <laughs> So, all right, good stuff, man. We're at the uh, what the 35 minute mark, roughly 30 minute mark. Good deal, we're making good time. All right, let's uh, any, any other workouts you want to see with the corners, or do you want to move on to a different position, Jacob? Uh, I think we can move on. Okay, um, I want to just glance real quick as a, as a quick refresher here with linebacker, and just you know what I mean, because we talked about a lot of stuff. I know we hit on a little bit yesterday, but. Uh, Peyton Wilson the fastest 40 time 443 then it was Kalen Deloach a uh, 447 Edrin Cooper a uh, 451 you guys know he's high on many people's boards um, that was a solid run uh Traven uh Wallace out of Kentucky 451 Jordan McGee 455 5. uh Ulfoshio out of Washington um 456 who oh! great <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, four, five, eight. <laughs> and uh there's Laufow, Lua Fowl, Leah Fowl, however you want to say it, out of Notre Dame, 464 four for him. Um, so kind of kind of came in a little bit on the on the wrong end of the stick there. So uh the big thing there, obviously, Peyton Wilson helped his draft stock tremendously. It's the injuries that everyone's concerned. If I understood correctly, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Jacob, if you know. Somebody told me he's had two ACLs surgically repaired and he had a bum shoulder. Is that true?
2: Yeah, that's what I heard as well. Um, that's why I'm just kind of love the guy. Um, <clears throat> looks good on tape, but he is so lean, so skinny. I just don't see him transferring that 6'4 frame, like 230, whatever he is, into the NFL and actually having success. Like you said, with, with two knee injuries, a shoulder injury, he just looks like uh, a liability waiting to happen. Um edger and cooper though that dude just keeps um keeps showing out same with trevin wallace he's he's slowly um uh, getting me excited about him but i think edger and cooper right now is my number one
1: linebacker gotcha all right good stuff man good stuff um let's see here edger and cooper on my list uh when we did kind of the uh who are our favorites i had jeremiah trotter jr jr colson and edger and cooper edger and cooper was number three um i Came away, I think, in, in the end saying Junior Colson was probably my favorite now. Um, and Cooper there though, right right toward the top. He definitely helped himself, man. Um Jeremiah Trotter Jr., man, I don't know what's gonna happen with him, to be honest with you. I don't know how far he's gonna drop or what, but um yeah. I think he's one of those guys that uh
0: kind of will pan out like I was saying, you know, the combine didn't look good, the measurables don't look good. I think he's gonna have a decent career somewhere. I really do.
1: Yeah. I can see it, man. I wouldn't be surprised one bit. Uh, you guys want to do a quick three-round mock draft, and then we'll get out of here early? Is that good with you Oh, guys? I only get three. <laughs> well, Jacob, <laughs> I think you know why, sir. <laughs> I'm over here battling a stomach bug today. So <laughs> if you guys can pull it up on your side, that would be ideal. But I don't know. Uh, do you feel comfortable doing that, Tim, or no? I don't
0: think I can pull that off. Jacob, what about you? No, my, my heat lamp for the iguana cage
2: uses
1: too much amperage. All right. Well, the last thing I want to do is get you guys stuck here on the screen. <laughs> sure so we're going to do a three-rounder. I don't know if I'll make it through a three-rounder. <coughs> we're over here feeling kind of kind of bad right now, boys. So uh, let's see here. Let's go three-round normally. you
2: want to go to lunch okay. and eat some sushi? <laughs>
0: there you
1: go with this. There you go. All right. So here we go. Let's go ahead and crank her up. Dang, Hold on, Clayton. Gonna, you gotta,
0: we got to get Jacob real quick. Hold on. Oh, what?
1: Oh, there, is, there it is. I'm glad I can't see the screen. I throw up on my keyboard <laughs> right now. All right. So, once again, people offering us trades. Are we going to do trades or no? We ain't got time for trades. Jake, no. over here, bro. Anybody got time for that? All right. Here we go. We are picking at number 25. Top prospects on the board is Brock Bowers, Byron Murphy, Kool-Aid McKinstry is there. Keon Coleman, Enos Rakestraw. What are we thinking, Jacob? We got to go quick, buddy.
2: Are you going to throw that on the screen or no?
1: Oh, my God. This is a disaster. <laughs> hey, you guys talk amongst yourselves real quick, all right? I don't remember what he even said, who we had for a pick. He, uh,
2: we're picking 25th. Yeah, picking 25th. Um, I guess I would
0: have to go with – he said Rakestraw? I don't know if I can pick Rakestraw now. I I don't know. Not, not. – in the first round, right? No, oh, you can't go first round. Um, I don't remember who else he
2: said was available. He's probably, uh, I mean, Clayton's I'm call,
0: Clayton's calling some dinosaurs right now. I'm oh. with, I'm with the, uh, the logic of, um, like Clayton had mentioned before that, hopefully, uh, you know, these early picks are quarterback heavy, get some of these QBs yeah. off the board. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, we'll see kind of who's around at 25. I mean, we've done mocks before we've taken D line at 25. We've taken tackles at 25. Um, You know, I I think it's just a matter of priority versus availability. Right. Yeah. I have a feeling like a tackle is going
2: to slip to us and it's going to be one of those picks where people are kind of like, why or who, but in the end it's probably going to be a smart thing. Like I could see a A Marius Mims or Yeah, I was going to say Marius Mims or, (coughs) or the tackle from Arizona. Um, Jordan, I believe is Jordan Morgan. Okay. Um, I could see that guy fall into us, which again, it won't be flashy. It won't be sexy. Nobody's going to be like, Oh, that was such a great pick, but it might address some needs, especially because I think the biggest thing that we've not thought about, it's not that we haven't thought about it, but maybe we haven't materialized it is if Bach is gone, if he really is gone, we're going to, we're going to have to take a stab at tackle. If not for anything early, have some, yeah, early, early tackle because, um, it, I just don't see it being a very deep tackle draft this year. Um, but, you know, you never know. We got Bach in the fourth round, didn't we? And he had tiny T Rex arms, from what I remember. <laughs> that was the
0: scouting knock on Bach. But, yeah, I mean, what do you I mean, think, about, do you think about the second round? Second round for what, a tackle? Like, say we go, say we do something
2: not necessarily on the radar, we, we get a tackle. Or a guard with our first round pick.
0: Do you have to go defense right away with the second round? You think that's well, you're talking, you're talking to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I would think, um, you know, that's when you're going to want to try and grab a corner early second round if you're going to go, you know, O line, um, in the first round. Um, you know, we talked about, we talked about D line too. You know, Chris Jenkins has come to us in, uh, some of our, our mocks. Um, I mean, really, like we talked about at the end of the season, like, you know, that's kind of the X factor, man, this defense, if this defense, if we can put this defense together in 2024 and we get the output, uh, even close or, or more output from our offense, like we got in 23, I think, you know, we can make a run at it, but the the defense is going to be the X factor. So I would fully expect that, uh, that may be a slight priority over some of our offensive needs, obviously other than O-line, because I think there's a lot of gaps there that, uh, need to be filled, particularly um, not just tackle, but, you know, interior offensive line as well. So I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I mean, I kind of Omar says, uh, yeah, we need two cornerbacks,
2: two safeties, at least in the draft. And we've talked about that, how we need at least four D-backs. Um, if Look I'm at that pick,
0: man. Omar's know, got good. the – that LaFleur, so thug life, thug life pick right there, man. A lung dart. Yeah, Tupac LaFleur right there. Tupac <laughs> Um, I think that wouldn't be a bad idea.
2: I would love us to get – I mean, it, it sounds unrealistic, but, yeah, take like four stabs at D-backs, two, two safeties, two cornerbacks. I think we need to take at least a stab at linebacker, and then I wouldn't be mad if we took three freaking interior offensive linemen like you were talking about, and there's yep. still room for a, a backup tight end, and I wouldn't be mad if they took a swing at a wide receiver, just a late-round one. So, I mean, yeah. we have the picks for it. It's just whether or not – um, you know, I, I would love – how much money would you pay logistically, like, lo- actually pay to be just just to sit in the draft room and just listen to Goody and the floor,
0: like, talk about why or where they want to take guys? Hey, look, Carly Ray's here. Hey, Carly. Oh, man, I would pay so much, like, ungodly amount of money to be able to just be a, a fly on the wall in the war room, um, just to hear those conversations, right? Um, That yeah. would be kind of, that would just be nuts, dude. Um. SDN 40 says, uh, 40 <laughs> kabillion, $40 kabillion. And then they did the old pinky up. Not like Larry though. Yeah. <laughs> we won't, we won't put them through that again. Um, we had, uh, what do we got here? This is from, uh, some of our mocks earlier here. So, Ooh. this yeah. is what, I think this was the collective that Clayton had put together of just, you know, like, you know, we did PFF mocks. We did, um, was the other one we did? Uh, draft network and draft network. Yep, so this is kind of like where we were. Obviously, you see double dipping at safety there. Uh, Cam Densions and, Lentens Lentens Lentens. and yeah. Tyler Newbin. Now, of course, look with the intel we have. So, Kenshin's didn't do themselves any favors. We haven't really seen Newbin, you know.
2: Taylor had a really poor RAS as well. Yeah, uh, and then both Trotter and Colson didn't. Yeah, this this could be all jacked up. I could see Vaki. Did you hear that they apparently <clears throat> he had a decent showing, but they wanted him to stay and do running back drills because they're projecting that he's gonna have a better career as a running back in the NFL. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that, that... Was, that was one of Emilio's guys for sure. Um, but he he did. He looked really good. He was I think he had like a 38 and a half inch vert, um, decent 40 time, but apparently
0: he looked a lot more capable as a running back versus safety absolutely but i mean that's so tough right i mean trying to make that that change going into your can you imagine like just going you're trying to get drafted and and now you got to change positions i guess whatever you got to do to make it but it's a lot of pressure to put on a young player i think omar we're not talking going safety from safety to corner we're talking about switching sides of the ball you know completely different yeah uh omar in the chat says rasheed walker
2: at less than a million versus at 40 million i'll take walker yeah um that's definitely for sure. all I worry about there is injuries because um I don't know what's gonna happen. Do you think that we're gonna keep uh who's the big boy Josh Nyman or Caleb Jones as
0: our backups or are we gonna let one of those guys walk? Well, I think Josh we've already he's already testing the market, I believe yeah. um and as far as Caleb Jones, um you know that was a guy I was really excited about and um you know the pack has kept him in the fold. He's dealt with some nagging injuries too and hasn't really we haven't really seen much of him um i would think we've seen enough of of yash and i'm kind of like right where clayton is on yash as well like you know he's not jumping off the screen but he's not a liability he's not a bad guy he's a good rotational uh you know offensive lineman so you know my money i would keep caleb jones and continue with the uh the project that we've uh we've built up with him you know we've got time and uh energy and effort invested into him um certainly after a couple of seasons here he's got a grasp of uh you know what Matt LaFleur expects offensively from our from our linemen so um uh, I think if it was between those two Jacob yeah I'm going uh I'm going with um Caleb Jones
1: for sure Is that the longest seven minutes of your all's life you calling some dinosaurs out there or what yeah that's what she said, right? The longest seven minutes of my life right there. All okay. right, uh, so here we go. Um, in mock draft, three round. So we've got five picks. Byron Sorry, Murphy, I'm out of breath, but what's that? I'll, I'd love to take Byron Murphy. Byron, would you really?
2: I, I would, yeah.
1: yeah. Let's see uh, what we've got here. So best available, um, six best prospect, Brock Bowers, tied in out of Georgia. Uh, defensive lineman Byron Murphy out of Texas. Kool-Aid McKinstry. Um, 20th best prospect there. Obviously, drop him because of foot injury. Uh, JJ McCarthy, quarterback out of Michigan. You got Keon Coleman. I mean, you pretty much got the pick of the litter right here of all the guys that we like. Um, let's go around the horn once here. Is there any specific positions you guys would like to see? Start with you here, Jacob. I mean, or is it just Byron Murphy for you? I, to me, I
2: I might have to go Brock Bowers just because it's such a value. Um, hey. I,
1: I'm not we, saying. I'm just saying, man. Could you imagine? End,
2: yeah. I mean, if we could have Brock Bowers as our third tight end, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I
0: think I'd either go Brock or Byron. Um, I'll leave it up to Tim. All right. Tim, what are you thinking, man? I'm going to have an aneurysm if we take a tight end with the 25th pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so I bet
1: many, many Packer fans agree with you. I guarantee it. Tim. And I'm
0: sure that they'd be just as upset if we took a corner as well. Um, but my, my gut is telling me Byron Murphy or, or Kool-Aid.
1: Okay. But, you
0: know, Hey, take a tight end. Why not?
1: Yeah. Here's the way I see that too. Byron Murphy and Kool-Aid there. That's who it comes down to for me. Obviously, rake straw is going to drop significantly. I would imagine. Um, I, I, if we took Brock Bowers, I wouldn't be like crazy ticked off. Right. You're talking about a guy who's going to instantly be tied in number one and now imagine Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave battling for tight end number two at a twelve personnel. When you're in eleven personnel, Brock Bowers. Some people were saying he's going to be a generational talent at tight end, like he's that good. Uh, he's. He, I think he would be the best tight end in the draft if he had came out last year. I've heard many people say that. That's how good he is, right? Uh, but at the same time, Tim, I think I agree more with you in that regard. When it comes to Byron Murphy and Kool-Aid McKinstry. We've been told over and over the last few days that Kool-Aid McKintree is going to be just fine. He's going to be ready to go for camp. There's no problem there. Oh, by the way, Jonathan Brooks, Ryan jumped in the chat last night and talked about him. It was released, I think, uh, I think it said like 17 hours ago or something. So Ryan may have seen it. I hadn't seen it yet. Um, they're saying he's going to be ready for July 1st, running back Jonathan Brooks out of Texas. So just keep that in mind. Um many people think he's hands down the best running back in this draft. But anyway, Kool-Aid McKinstry will be ready for camp. My pick here will be Kool-Aid McKinstry. So uh, if you guys are good with it, we'll run with it. Does that sound good? All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, so here we are at 41
0: now. Oh,
1: yeah. Decline the trades. So, oh, looky here. It lines up perfect, doesn't it? I heard you say, oh, yeah. oh um, yeah. J.J. McCarthy, 24. That's who we're going with here. No, I'm just kidding. Michael <laughs> Penix Jr., uh, the 39th best prospect. He's available. And then it's Tyler Newbin at 41, Tavondre Sweat, 43, Xavier Worthy, 44, Jatavian Sanders, 46, and Cam Kitchens at 47. There's Edger and Cooper at 48. I think this is pretty easy here, don't you, Jacob?
2: Yeah, Panix yeah. Junior. Now nah, <laughs> uh, go, go Newbin. Lock that in. Forty-one for forty-one.
1: Now, what do you think, Tim? You good with it, man? There it is. We get the approval from Tim. <laughs> so we go, Tyler Newbin with forty-one. I like this draft already, boys. Holy cow! Uh, let's see. All right, oh looky here, looky oh here. Oh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough on Jacob. You guys know where my pick? Well, I don't know, man. Holy cow! That is really tough. All right, so for those of you listening on the pod, we're we going just say it, Clayton. We can't see the damn thing. Um, Edger and Cooper is available. We're picking at 58, okay? We've already taken Kool-Aid McKinstry, cornerback out of Alabama, Tyler Noob safety out of Minnesota, right? You got Edger and oh. Cooper is the 48th best prospect. Peyton Wilson, who just had that scorching, crazy good time, 40-time uh, sitting there in the 52 spot. Junior Colson in the fifty-seven spot, Javon Bullard, safety out of Georgia, in the fifty-nine spot, Jonathan Brooks in the sixty spot, Brayden Fisk, sixty-one. Um, holy man, this is this is screaming trade out right here, boys. There's so many good talents. Um, obviously, we're not going to trade out. We don't have another pick till eighty-eight. Jacob, I'm putting this on you. What 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 the heck Oof. do you do in this situation, man? Oh man, this is um. This is very
2: tough. I would, on any day, I'd pick Cooper, Wilson, Colson, Bullard, Brooks, or now I think Fisk even could be, in my opinion, above all those guys. Um, Yeah. Oh, boy. And then not to mention Ruka. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Good combine, right? I am. (laughs) Who? I I might. It sounds crazy. I might go for Fisk
1: right here. Um, mm, That's interesting. I think I'd either Braden go Fisk or Cooper. Gonna, that's what the, that's what the mock draft database is uh is suggesting is Braden Fisk. Um for me, man, I'm it, there's a chance one of these backers are available at 88, but it's a slim chance, right? Right, yeah. uh Tim. I mean how
0: Yeah you, I'm kind of more with uh Wilson or, or Cooper here.
1: Yeah, just go ahead and get the back. Get your pick of the litter. Whoever you've got is your, your best backer on the board, you would take him here if you're goody, right?
0: Do we have? Uh, would you would you say linebackers probably more of a priority than D line? I mean, we need we're, yeah. we're talking two. We you know we said two linebackers, two D linemen. You know, yeah. with fifth, the fifty eighth pick here, you know, having yeah. having a, a nice uh, grouping of linebackers to choose from, or yeah, do man, we go ahead them. and? Uh, I mean, no. Jacob has a great point because there's no way Braden Fisk is on the board, right? Um, if we right. don't take him now. So I I totally understand, you know, that that logic there. So I don't know. Let's put it let's put it back on the beard. This is the beard's pick. The future of the franchise is on you. Let's go. Let's go, Cooper.
1: Adrian Cooper, best best available linebacker, according to the consensus big board. Again, we broke them down. We had Cooper as our third best linebacker in the draft. I had him behind Junior Colson. But remind me again, Junior Colson didn't do any drills. Right. Am I thinking right? Nope. Okay, so.
0: Uh oh, hold on, Carly Ray in the chat. What'd she say, guys? Seriously, three to five good picks available. Trade back one to three
1: spots. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what I would say, Carly. But you're not battling a stomach virus over here, so we cannot. <laughs> We've got to make this pick. We're we're on the clock and out of time here, Carly. Um, let's go, Edger Cooper. I agree. With you. we got to treat these these simulations like okay, this is what our board looks like, right? Or else, what are we doing? We might as well go down. here. let's go down. I like this guy. Let's take Cedric Von front. You know what I mean? So we got to kind of keep it somewhat realistic. I'm with you, Jacob. Let's go Edron Cooper here. Man, putting him in that linebacker room, him yep. next to Quay. Come on, dude. We're
0: Edren, getting another A for this one. I'm I'm calling it.
1: Edron Cooper next to Quay would be awesome. Peyton Wilson next to Quay would be awesome. Junior Colson next to Quay would be awesome. Javon Bullard next to Tyler Newman would be freaking awesome. Yep. Jonathan Brooks. Behind Aaron Jones with no AJ Dillon would be awesome. Like Braden, Braden Fit. Like you said, this is this is what we're talking about in the second round. And, and it's me and Emilio talking about him coming up live for the draft. And like, dude, come up for the second and third round. That's going to be yeah.
0: That's best. the meat and potatoes of the draft for sure.
1: It's going to be all, aw- and the Packers got a ton of picks. It'll be a party. So uh, let's go, Adrian Cooper here. Another A, like you said, Tim. You caught it. Give me that applause, please, sir. I'm going to need a, a – No, one.
0: no, we got to go with the <laughs>
1: – All right, I like
0: it. what we got here. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Straight A's. Look at this. Let's get another one.
1: All right, number, number 88. Here's the top picks for those of you on the pod. Jonathan Brooks, 60. Trey Benson, 64. These are running backs, obviously. Jonathan Brooks, best running back in the draft. Trey Benson out of Florida State. Blake Corum, 66, running back out of Michigan. Then we got Jeremiah Trotter Jr. at 67. Kalen Bullock, safety, out of USC at 69. Chris Abrams, drain cornerback out of Missouri at 72. Ricky Pearsall, wide receiver out of Florida at 73. Christian Haynes at 74. A lot to choose from. Understand that we have to get all the way down to Adiza Isaac before we're reaching. That's how many – so you've got one, two, three, four, five, six – Ooh. 7, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 prospects that would be considered best available, if you will. Right. I like
0: Haynes right here.
2: I was so I was going to say grab Brooks and then go Haynes. Okay.
1: Grab Jonathan Brooks, running back out of Texas, right? And then try to get Christian Haynes with 91. Is that correct, Jacob? That's what my game plan would be. I like that, dude, because you've already got you a corner. You've already got a safety. you already got a linebacker. Now you go ahead and lock up. Jonathan Brooks, A-plus. Hey, Let's boom. go. And losing? then here we are at 91. Hey, I don't understand as an organization while we're paying Goody, we can do this job. We we can do- have- <laughs> um, it's still sure kind of tough. Over here. <laughs> Carly's in the chat right now going, Clayton, I don't care what you stomach feels like i trade back again. I agree, Carly, right here might be another good spot to trade back, right? Yeah. But uh, getting the 74th best talent. And in my opinion, one of, if not the best offensive linemen in this draft and Christian Haynes, I think he's a stud. Um, when we did our breakdown, we had him as the second best offensive lineman behind Powers Johnson. I like to put the tackles and everybody in a group together and just try to rank them by who is the best player playing their best position. Forget the positions of importance for a second. Christian Haynes was second on that list, so I love it. Does anybody disagree? Christian Haynes right here at ninety one. No. No. There we do go. It. Did we crush that? Hey, I love that. I wish we would have went seven rounds now, Jacob. I don't know why you talked me out of it. So, yeah, know. Um, Because we don't need to that. have to clean the keyboard off. That's why. Um, let's see <laughs> we did just go to 91, right? I don't I don't need to click the save button. So I'm just going to screenshot this right here. So our picks here in this three-round mock draft. Getting, awesome. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I'm going to put that on Twitter. I'll probably get roasted. It doesn't matter what you – you could put uh, a, a draft containing uh, Joe Montano, Barry Sanders, um, Jerry Rice, and they'll still go, what are you thinking here? Like, so, uh, yeah, dude, that's a solid draft. We're putting that's that in here. so way, good. By the way, I'm going to go ahead and throw that up.
2: And the Bears took a drink, man.
1: What's that? The Bears Drake a wow. wow. Yeah, that's wild. So – There you go, man. That was fun. That was a good little mock. Again, uh, we got the screenshot right here. So we'll talk about it tonight. If you guys want to kind of revisit it, Kool-Aid McKinstry with the 25th pick Tyler Newbin safety out of Minnesota with the 41st pick in the fifty eighth spot. We took Edgerton Cooper linebacker out of Texas A&M number 88. We took Jonathan Brooks out of Texas and number 91. We took Christian Haynes interior offensive lineman out of UConn. That will be your starting right guard. Um, Yeah, dude, that's solid, solid that I'd be so jacked if we had that draft. (laughs) No doubt. I will uh I'm gonna tweet that out right now. I'll tag both of you guys in the tweet so you can get the uh the uh the lashes on the back with me. All right. So uh (coughs) you're along for the ride. I'm gonna just say, hey guys, they did it. I was just kind of navigating it. It's all them. But I don't (laughs) see how anyone would dislike that draft for the Packers. That's gonna be uh probably the best one we've done yet. So there you go. Um Man, the chat was lit. I'm sorry I was sick today, guys. Um, we couldn't really keep up with the chat. You guys are awesome, though. Everybody agrees, though, good draft. Now that's a draft. Yeah. Yeah. Look at my, my man Doug said, forget the draft, guys. Hang in there, Clay. I appreciate that, Doug, because these guys ain't showing me any sympathy. They're putting broken pinkies on the screen. Jacob talking about raw sushi. Like uh, <laughs> Clayton. <laughs> wash
2: your hands, wash your butt, man. That's it. That's that's all.
1: I wish that's all it took, Tim, because I tell you what, this feels <laughs> like I've been sick for a month. But uh, we'll uh, we'll get through it. Uh, all right, let's get out of here, guys. Appreciate you. Any parting thoughts? Jacob? if you got anything, buddy?
2: No, man, it was a great draft. Good morning. We got Omar back in the place. What's up, Omar? Mike Habring just showed up. Man, it's a good day.
1: There it is. There's our first one, Mike Habering. So I'm not taking a cornerback with a Liz Frank. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. You're always – we appreciate you, man. That's all awesome. <laughs> It's a listen, it's a valid point. It's a valid point, man. You know, yeah. it, the Liz Frank ain't nothing to I mean, you talk about it all the time, right, Tim? As I get ready to Yeah, we're gonna throw up when you Um <laughs> uh, you talk about Eric Stokes, right? That was Liz Frank was a part of that injury, right? Yep. So yeah. There you go. We're over here complaining about Eric Stokes not being on the field. Mike come in here and, and backhanded us and said, All right, guys, don't forget. All right. Tim, you good man? You need anything?
0: Not with Greg Rice. No long snapper? <laughs> exactly.
1: Maybe in the fourth round. We'll see, man. We'll see. If
2: you guys uh, want to Venmo Clayton so he can buy some saltines and Sprite, he's going to need that.
1: <laughs> no, you don't do not do that, Jacob. I'll, I'll get money rolling and be, filled, be filling back. <laughs> I have to go buy an autographed jersey to give away because I'll be filling Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, we'll be good. We'll be good. I'm just going to go down here and call some dinosaurs and lay on the couch and uh, have Mandy stare at me like a pathetic loser. You know what I'm saying? That's usually how that works
2: my favorite part of varsity blues when he looks billy bob's going to puke
1: yeah <laughs> on some dinosaurs, I figured
2: I'd give him a holler
1: goes into the washing machine did not is that what it was <laughs>
2: yeah unless <I> some <laughs> if hot dogs you have not seen varsity
1: blues if you have not seen varsity blues and you don't get easily offended go watch it okay it's a it's a great movie man anybody who grew up in the 90s and the 2 in the early 2000s knows exactly about Varsity Blues, what are you covering your face for, Jake? You thought another yeah. another part, didn't you? It's just my favorite part of one of the Office
2: episodes where they have Movie Monday and they pick Varsity Blues. <laughs> <And> Jan, <laughs> Jan walks in and Mike's Michael Scott, hey Jan, hope you brought popcorn. your milkshakes.
1: <laughs> the popcorn, he just hey Jan. dude. The Office, we're watching the Superfan episodes for like the third time through on Peacock. They're just they're unbelievable, man. They're so good, so good. So yeah, but Varsity Blues, man. Uh, anytime you uh. You sneak into a strip club with your high school buddies and one of the school teachers is there. It's you know it's gonna make for a good scene. <laughs> so, you guys get a chance, go check it out. It's a good movie. It's funny. Again, though, keep the kids out of the room. It's not one of those types. So all right, we're out of here, guys. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us. We will be back tonight for PTA Live, unless I get worse. I'm I think I'll feel better by then because I wouldn't have tried to do a show if I didn't think we couldn't get through it. We failed miserably, but that's what we do here on Packers Soul Access. We fail miserably at trying to do a professional podcast. So we appreciate y'all. <laughs> oh, God. You hear my voice crack. <laughs> All right. We're out. <clears throat> Everybody have a good day. Um, for those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. And go Packers. Go